Welcome to In Christ Hour. Let us go through the devotion. Quite an interesting and fun one today. I loved it. I loved it. Today's devotion. Uh, Fanero devotion. Um, Monday the 10th of August 2020. Praise the Lord. By Apostle Grace Lubega. Um, yeah, so... Um, we are reading from Luke 18.1. And the Bible says, He spake a parable unto them. To this end, praise the Lord. This is why he spake the mystery. <laughs> this is why he spake the mystery. This is why God revealed that mystery to you. This is why he spoke those words to you. That men ought to pray and not faint. Praise the Lord. And the title of our devotion is Prayer, the Revelation. And the devotion says, prayer is a revelation. Uh, in my life of ministry, I've encountered men and women uh, who spend countless hours in prayer, but they do not have the results to show for those hours because they do not understand that prayer is a revelation. Praise the Lord. As a student of the Spirit who seeks to understand prayer, you must walk in this truth. There is prayer driven by need, one. In this place of prayer, people are primarily consumed by the things they seek from God. There's another pr- uh, place of prayer driven by the convictions of worship and adoration. In this place in which one's... Uh, this is a place in which one's prayer is uh, prayer life is consumed by the sense of awe and adoration for the person of God expressed through songs and exaltation. Praise the Lord. Another place... Uh, in prayer is one in which men sit with God. Hallelujah. Makarozi party atia. The Bible says we are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Another place is one in which men sit with God. This place is beyond need. You don't even have to worship God. To worship because God doesn't need your worship. Praise the Lord. In this place of prayer, silence is louder than words. When I reached here, I was, I, was, I was sort of puzzled. I was like, okay, God doesn't need my worship. <laughs> but uh, John, um, John 4, I think 23, 24 says that God requires worshipers, that worship him in spirit and truth. But um, it was that place where, you know, like Papa gave an example here, that there's also a place of prayer where somebody is consumed by, the play, by a sense of awe. You know, there are people who, they they're enticed by prayer when a certain song comes in praise the lord when a song that sounds a certain way i don't know if you've uh, <laughs> i don't know if you've been near um uh, catholic people for them if um if that song doesn't rhymes to certain beats there's a certain beat catholic like you you know that this is a catholic song but when you listen to it not that i'm against all throwing stones but that's how it is when um when when that song comes in now for them they feel like yeah this is worship and i remember back in high school i was in a catholic school whenever we used to pray uh to play uh, other songs there were gospel hill song we, we whenever we used to play like hill song or something like that the priest used to come and and disconnect the machines <laughs> it was quite interesting but you find that for them that's what determines their prayer but god does god is not looking for that in you god is looking for for the heart 
that that worships god is looking for the heart that worships but let us continue in in, in the devotion praise the lord um the devotion continues and says these places of prayer have their own level of manifestation of the presence of god some people are fervent in prayer yet at the level of need praise the lord such a man cannot have the same result as he who is fervent um, at the level of sitting and reasoning with god praise the lord sitting and reasoning with god Today I urge you to embrace prayer as a revelation, not merely as a duty. Seek to grow past the place of need. Pursue fervency in the place of reasoning with God. Your life will change. Praise the, praise the Lord. In other words, I believe uh, Papa in our devotion was trying to bring a place where... For me, I saw the place of meditation, you know, or praying through the word. You know the place where you go and reason with God, and because on, on one other hand, if if you're to say that God, I just want to worship you for who you are, and you're just worshiping without the word, then then you, you can't worship God for who He is, because the word reveals the person of God. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is truth. You know, if if you ought to know Him, you you ought to have a certain a degree of truth uh, come to you or probably brought to you you know so is that place where even as you're praying whatever form of prayer you're in <laughs> you're reasoning with God you know you're reasoning with God and Papa has, has, has stressed uh, to bring this out that very many times people go with need go with what and all those things but there ought to be a certain level of meditation. That's why for me, I've, I've actually come to also understand that sometimes even as we are doing our Bible studies, we are reading the word, even therein, we are praying. Why? Because we are, we are reasoning with God. God is revealing to us himself. We are in the word and in the word, uh, the Holy Spirit is opening things to our eyes. And to our spirits and those very things determine the experiences that we go through and how we see god so for me i also understand that as a communion i understand that as prayer so prayer is not just that time when you close yourself in a room or somewhere and kneel down beside your bed and be like okay i'm going to shanda for around an hour or 30 minutes whatever time you you, you say it but there ought to be a certain level where you reason with god and reasoning with God means that you talk to him and he talks to you back and you also listen to him. If, if you read from Psalms um, 34.10, for example, 34.10, the Bible says that the young, the young lions lack food and suffer hunger, but they who seek, I'm reading from the Amplified, the Amplified brings it out well, but they who seek inquire of and require the Lord by right of their need, and on the authority of his word, none of them shall lack any beneficial thing. Yes, there could be something that you truly need. But the Bible says those who seek and inquire and require the Lord by right of their need and on the authority of his word. In other words, you place a demand on the word of God because you've had a certain fellowship with the word. Praise the Lord. You're praying in the word. Um. To, to expand deeper on that, let us look uh, for it, another devotion. Praise the Lord. Um, it's dated 30th of July, 2019. 
We are reading from Genesis 21, 16 to 17. And the Bible says, And she went and sat her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bow shot. For she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the Lord, and the angel of God called Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the Lord where where he is. Praise the Lord. So uh, this this was a, uh, the, the time when um, Sarah comes and tells Abraham, Hey, chase Hagar out of the house. And then Abraham listens to the voice of God and they send Hagar and Ishmael. But when they reached in the desert, water is done, food is done, and they're almost to the point of death. And Hagar presses the lad, that is Ishmael, afar off, and she goes and weeps. And then God comes and says, why are you weeping? God has heard the voice of the lad. An angel comes and says so. Um, <laughs> interestingly, you realize the boy didn't weep. The boy, like Papa was saying, um, there's a place in prayer where you reach and you actually don't even need to say anything. You realize Ishmael didn't shout. Ishmael didn't ail. Ishmael didn't, he didn't cry. Praise the Lord. But God had the voice of Ishmael. But why? Let us go on. The title of the devotion is the voice of the word. The voice of the word. And our devotion says the word of God has a voice. Need also has a voice. It is possible to worship God, but what is heard in the realm of the spirit is the voice of need, <laughs> praise the Lord, and not the voice of the word. It is possible to pray to God, but what he hears in the spirit is the voice of need and not the voice of the word of God, praise the Lord. Some people pray and do not receive because they ask amiss, that is James 4.3. They, they are asking amiss in the fact that their voices carry need and not the word. Hallelujah. The nature of need is that it seeks to set you apart from God of all abundance. He that is in you and in whom you are, making, uh, 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 making the need your sole focus and not the God who applies all things and has given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. In our theme scripture, the voice of Hagar was the voice of need. Praise the Lord. The voice of Hagar was the voice of, 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 of need. Ishmael, as the seed of Abraham, represents the voice of the word because Luke 8.11 says, The seed is the word of God. That is why even though it was Hagar that cried unto God, the language of scriptures is very clear. God did not hear her cries. The Bible says Hagar wept, but the angel said, God has heard the voice of the Lord. He heard the voice of the seed. Praise the Lord. In Psalms 126 verses 6, he says, He that goes forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. In other words, if you go weeping and you're bearing precious seed and you're bearing the word, praise the Lord, you shall doubtless come again with rejoicing. In other words, you shall be answered. The psalmist speaks of one who is weeping, but he weeps with seed, the word, and not with the need. That is the, uh, the devotion says. No matter the circumstance, never let your prayer to God be colored by the voice of need. Raise your voice, but to do so 
but do so with the what with the word of god his name be praised in other words pray in the word and you realize that as time goes on it gets to the level where you are even quiet even when it comes to hearing god in your communion with god you hear god by the word why because the bible says so faith then comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god hearing by the word of god you hear by the word of god praise the lord <laughs> those are the place where silence makes more sense than 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 speaking but um let us go into the last devotion which is which i found more interesting praise the lord uh, it's dated 13th may uh, 2017 by our man of god apostle grace lubega we are reading from acts 2 verses 4 and the bible says and they were filled with all with the holy ghost and they began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance thank you jesus praise the lord and they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance and the title of our devotion is prayer the utterance of the spirit prayer the utterance of the spirit and the devotion says i used to think that speaking in tongues for endless hours was true prayer praise the lord in other words fervent prayer <laughs> i used to think that speaking in tongues for endless hours was true prayer but i came to the realization that a man can spend hours talking in the presence of god without actually giving god an opportunity to to speak praise the lord the greatest offense in the usage of this language of the spirit my goodness there's an offense in speaking tongues wow the greatest offense in the usage of this language of the spirit is that men go to pray and speak in tongues because they do not know what to do and not because the spirit gave them utterance in other words a man is speaking in tongues because they actually don't know what to do <laughs> instead of allowing the spirit give them utterance and the devotion says our theme scripture says that the disciples spoke as the spirit gave them utterance speaking by the utterance of the spirit in prayer speaking by the utterance of the spirit in prayer is um prayer under the inspiration of the holy spirit praise the lord praise the lord and the devotion continues says that is what draws the distinction between people who pray to god and those who pray to god with the aid of the holy spirit there is more to prayer than speaking endlessly in other tongues if um if in your moments of prayer he has not prompted you to speak in other tongues do not speak praise the lord let me repeat this there is more to prayer than speaking endlessly in other tongues if in your moments of prayer he has not prompted you to speak in other tongues do not speak be quiet in his presence and learn to listen communication in the spirit is deeper than what you say in tongues when you understand this you will find that sometimes the loudest prayers are made in the deepest silence hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord <laughs> praise the lord 
So there was a time Papa Mwanjo was actually talking to us and he was like, even as you're speaking in tongues, don't just speak tongues. Praise the Lord. Meditate on the word. In other words, speak tongues in the word. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Let your mind be engaged. Give attention to the Holy Ghost. Because like I said again, hearing comes by the word. Reason together with God. Reason together with Sit and reason together with God. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. There's something I read in Jude. In Jude 1, 120. I would love to share that then we can close. The Bible says in Jude 1, 20 that, But you, my delightfully beloved friends, this is the TPT version, constantly and progressively build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith by praying every moment in the Spirit. In other words, you're building yourself on the foundation of faith, right? On the foundation of faith. On the foundation of faith. And... You can only go as high, as deep as your foundation is. Praise the Lord. But faith is not faith if the word is not there. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Praise the Lord. In other words, even as we are speaking in tongues, building ourselves in the spirit on the foundation of faith, it requires that we have a strong foundation and it can only come by the word. That is still reasoning with God. And, that's, and, and, and if you check the patterns in, in 1 John uh, 5, 7, the Bible says, There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. The Word and the Holy Ghost. It is the Word first and the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. So you can't pray in the Holy Spirit without the Word. In other words, fervent prayer is a prayer where you sit and reason with God. <laughs> Anyway, 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Father studies, we are in Father studies. 1 Thessalonians 5.17. It says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. By the way, how do you even pray without ceasing? Also, um, it also connects with this place of you carrying your closet wherever you go. You know, that you're discussing with God inside. That even the silences, that even when you're amidst people in the shouting and probably you're not talking or something, you're still speaking to the to your lover. Praise the Lord. James 5.16 Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Praise the Lord. Golden nugget. Embrace prayer as a revelation and not merely as a duty. Seek to grow past the place of need. Pursue fervency in the place of reasoning with God. Your life will change. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for the free and bold access that I have to the throne of grace. Thank you for the earnestness and the fervency in prayer. Thank you for launching me into deeper levels of intimacy with you. To the glory of your name, amen and amen and amen.